This is Fred Vogel from Toe Tag, and you're listening to Sick on Cinema. I'm one half of your don't you dare call me no damn Mejong swindling podcaster. John. I'm your other half, Matt. And is this a dream? Is this real life? <laughs> this is real life. Is this right. real fucking life? This is real fucking life. What's we're, happened? We're back. Why? I don't know. People wanted us to come back. People wanted us to come back. And uh, you might hear a little bit of staticky sound. We're trying to figure that out. So uh, bear with us for this episode. Yeah, this and we'll is, have it figured out by next episode. This is our first episode back in well over a year. Well, almost two years. Almost two years, yeah. Two fucking years. Two fucking years. Two fucking years. Two fucking years. That's all we're going to say the whole episode. Two fucking years. Two fucking years. Um, <laughs> yeah, one of us has a mic cover, one of us doesn't. Yeah, that's probably another problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like I said, you're probably going to hear some popping, some crackling, some static, and we apologize for that, but we can't figure it out for this episode. We'll get it next episode. Yeah. If it, it wouldn't be sick on Sim if there wasn't fuck-ups. Um, oh, yeah. Well, that's that. What I mean, look, we've been gone for a year. <laughs> of course we're fuck-ups. <laughs> yeah. We disappeared for uh, a while. We sure the fuck did. We disappeared through a whole, uh, well, I mean, it's still going on, but yeah. a whole goddamn <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> But before we get all to all that, yeah. questions, comments, and concerns can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com. Yes. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash sickoncinema. Follow yes. us on Instagram, sickoncinema. Just search us. Yeah. And uh, don't follow us on Twitter. It's dead. Um, I lost the login information. It's dead. Yeah. But who uses Twitter? Fuck Twitter. Twitter sucks. I don't know. I kind of use Twitter. <laughs> I if mean, you're an independent wrestling fan, Twitter is dope. Yeah. But outside of that, it does kind of suck. I, I use it to keep up with stuff like that, but except for that, I don't use it at all. Yeah, right. It sucks. Uh, there's it's also okay. a fucking thunderstorm going on outside, so yeah, ignore that as well. the power doesn't go out. <laughs> I mean, we can still record if we can, oh, yeah. power goes out, but... We'll have to get some lights in here <laughs> to read <laughs> we'll, our notes. We'll do it in the dark. We'll do it in the dark. Well, I did mine on my phone. I'm, I've upgraded. This is 2021, oh, yeah. dog. What are you doing? It feels more comfortable on paper. <laughs> I, I did the first couple episodes on my phone, actually. Yeah, you did. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And then it was just way too hard to keep up. Yeah. Me. <laughs> so, on today's episode, on the return of Sick on Cinema, we're going to be talking about the combination that is made in extreme cinema heaven. Or hell. Or hell. Herman Yao. Mm-hmm. I believe that's how you say his name. I think so. And Anthony Wong. Yes. We're talking the untold story. We're Ta- talking Taxi Hunter. Yeah. And we're talking... Ebola syndrome. Ebola. The film equivalent of needing a shower. <laughs> that movie's covered in butter. <laughs> <It's gross. laughs> but we'll get to that here in a yeah, little we'll bit. Yeah, we'll get to it. Um, do you want to talk a little about like what brought us back before we get into some questions? We got a question. Yes. Or should we get into the question first? Um, We've never had a question, so I don't know how to go about this. I say let's go with the question first. Let's go with the question. This, this is a special occasion. It is. 
So if you would too would like to ask us anything, you can ask us anything. You can ask us how we wipe our asses. <laughs> Are you sitters or standers? We'll t- we'll answer that if you want us to. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> what? Uh, this is gonna be the dumbest comment probably on the on the show so far. I don't know. I didn't realize that there were the, the people who did both. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. You either sit or stand, I guess. But no one asks us that, so don't answer that. Okay. Save that for the day they ask us. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. But you too can do that by sending to sickoncinema at gmail.com. Yes. Or the week of the show on our Instagram page, I will post a picture up and asking for questions. You can comment there. Yeah. Today, our question comes from Andrew.roboto. Roboto. On Instagram. Thank, thank you. Thank you. He says, or asks. <laughs> yes. What did you guys do during the hiatus? Also, thanks for the letterbox follow. And his letterbox is Andrew Roboto, all one word. Yes. Go, go give him a follow. Follow him on Instagram, too. All right. Um, what well, did we do on the hiatus? Not a goddamn thing. Not a fucking thing. <laughs> um, I mean, real, in reality, we did do We did do some stuff, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were actually trying to stay busy during the... Uh, the pandemic. Yeah, but again, during the pandemic, especially when you're trying to do stuff and you're kind of forced to do it being at home, yeah, it, you really don't want to. No, <laughs> um, that's something I I, fi- I learned the hard way, and uh, especially with a mixture of horrible ADD and mm. just laziness. Yeah, it becomes quite a task. The the one thing <laughs> I did do is I did drop a music video. You did. Yes. I made a music video with a uh, local, really good, yes, electronic artist named Orbex. Yeah. The dot video, Orbix. Dot Orbix. Uh, the video is called Dot Orbix Rise of the Politarians. It's fantastic. You oh, can see you. <laughs> a turkey. Yes. <laughs> that has been... Wait, wait, turkey? Was it turkey or chicken? It was a turkey. Okay. A turkey that was bound and tied up, hanging from a ceiling. Like fair in the cage. <laughs> yeah, like fair in the cage, yeah. It's just spinning. It's pretty good. I do uh, enjoy that. It is a, <laughs> a fun fact. I was there helping shoot this. Mm-hmm. There was blood flying off this damn turkey because it was f- <laughs> fresh out of like the package. I don't know if it was blood. It was like turkey juice, though. It for sure was turkey juice. <laughs> it was definitely a little bit of blood, though. It was a uh, it was a juicy. It was it was juicy turkey. A turkey got to eat too, by the way. It did get eat. Which, yeah, you know, questionable, but it came out all right. So <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 he, he and his family are fine. They are perfectly fine. Yes, <laughs> I reckon that turkey tastes good. So maybe that's hey. what you should do with a turkey. <laughs> you should you should bite it and spin from your yes. <laughs> It was an amazing yes. shoot. Go check out not just the music video. Go check out Dot Orbex. He is fantastic. Good great guy. guy. Great yeah. music. So, yes. Other than that, during the hiatus, I mean, a lot of shit happened. But yeah. <laughs> um, you were working on some some projects here and there. I was, and I was working on some projects as well, trying to get some stuff together. Oh, this is a story all about how my life got turned upside down. It sure the hell did. Oh my god. It was multiple things that went down. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, from the uh, departure of the show, I would say it was like mid-2019, mm. correct? Yeah. Yeah. To Throughout 2020 was a hell of a time. It really was. Um, I'd say a lot of our opinions and stuff on, you know, this or that changed over the pandemic. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, just life in general was chaotic. Yeah. I it, just realized your battle vest is behind you. We both have sleep patches on her vest. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Sleep's an amazing thing. Sleep is an amazing man. Sorry about that. I got sidetracked. <laughs> if, if you've got 
if you've got weed, make make sure you're in a state where it is legal because you could get arrested, unfortunately. But yes, yeah, sm- smoke the police. Fuck the police. <laughs> Well, yeah, of course, fuck the police. Um, sm- smoke that damn thing. Woo! L- l- listen to us go r- uh, rant and rave about movies while smoking some some bowls. Yeah, and uh, you know this yeah. is never going to be a political podcast. No, at all. this is a place for you to go and get away from that shit. Of course. Um, but we will say that there is a, there. It's kind of funny that our movies kind of tie into current topics right now. Absolutely. With Ebola syndrome being a pandemic film. Yeah. And also them being Asian films in general, there is some bullshit going on with that. that and yeah. Um, all I want to say is, you know, go support your local Asian-owned businesses, whether that be a absolutely. restaurant, a shop, or whatever. Go spread the love. Just have fun, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, also, again, I'm just going to throw this out there. Fuck racism, of course. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's awful. Yeah. D- don't, don't be a piece of shit. Don't. That's all I ask. Just don't. <laughs> Don't be racist. <laughs> I am a building. <laughs> that video is wild. It's amazing. I don't even remember how I found that video. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure my friend Doug sent it to me because, of course, he's the meme lord of the of our friend group. <laughs> Nobody's everyone's like, what the hell are they even talking about? There's this great video. Yes, it's these two kids sitting at a picnic table. Yeah, they don't say anything. I don't think. I'm not, there, there's probably something they say before this happens in the actual... Oh, yeah, in the actual clip. But yeah. but in the sh- clip, you see, it's just them sitting there. All of a sudden, this building comes alive, <laughs> and it has a face. It's like, don't be racist. I am a building. I don't know where it comes from. <laughs> it's amazing. I, I just hope it's not... It doesn't come from something, like, absolutely atrocious. <laughs> like, something that's, like... Something really racist. <laughs> yeah, something very racist. <laughs> it's yeah. bad. The, the, uh, immediately... Ruined. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> My God. So I, I guess we probably should get into the movies. Oh yeah. I guess it's time to get into the meat and potatoes in the film. But thank you, Andrew Roboto. Don't yes. my regato. Mr. Roboto. Mr. Andrew Roboto. <laughs> Go yes. follow him. Andrew Roboto on Letterboxd. Letterboxd is great, by the way. Yes. I love Letterboxd. I've been able to keep track of everything yeah that I, that I just want to yeah and you can see what your friends are looking at or uh you know i, I have found that i like to uh when i f- do follow somebody on uh, letterbox i make sure that our our views on films are s- at least similar yeah because i like to get recommendations from films uh, from people and if we're not on the same page if like if you hate everything i like then i'm probably not gonna like <laughs> Follow your uh, suggestions, you know. Well, for, for me, I, I'm kind of the opposite. Sometimes I want to see other people's viewpoints on things. I'm narrow-minded. <laughs> God, like <laughs> recently, it's been like, "What's your thoughts on Psycho Gore Man?" <laughs> <laughs> Again, I have not seen this yet. I want to. It's like you give it a blow of four. I can't follow you. <laughs> <laughs> all I know is Hunky Boys. That's all I know. We'll talk about it one day. It's, oh yeah, it's fantastic. Um. Speaking of that, I guess there's something, one other thing we should tackle before we get to the movies. We kind of changed a little bit mm-hmm. how the show works. A little bit, yeah. I mean, it's still going to be three to four movies mm-hmm. with either uh, similar themes, ideals, or tied together by an actor, a director. Yes. But we've kind of opened up a little bit. Yes. Like, before, it was all about disturbing, and then we kind of opened a little bit more to include, like, weird and gross. Yeah. Still in that same vein, but we're allowing ourselves a little more wiggle room. Yeah, and I don't want to like spoil future episodes too much, but 
we may one day deep dive a little bit into just some of the worst yeah. that film has to offer. Yeah, just, like some shitty, shitty, shitty movies that yeah. are not horror-related at all. Uh, stuff like Mano's The Hands of Fate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we're going to allow ourselves, like, you know, we're going to talk David Cronenberg one day. Oh, yeah, of course. We're going to talk John Carpenter one day. Mm. We're just not going to talk about Halloween. No. Or or The Fly. Or maybe The Fly, I don't know. Probably not. But <laughs> that's pretty gross. It's pretty gross. Yeah. That that arm scene is will haunt me to the end of my days. Or like if we talk Romero, we're not gonna talk about Dawn Day and Day. Not Dawn and Day. Yeah. I don't know what the hell I just said. <laughs> night Dawn and Day. Yeah. Not Dawn and Day. And the, I think you mixed up you said night day dawn. Not day dawn. Yeah. <laughs> That's how my life is. <laughs> you know what movie twenty twenty felt like? Huh? It felt like the greasy strangler. <laughs> <laughs> the entire year just felt surreal. Mm-hmm. It just felt like it wasn't in actual reality. But I mean, you're not wrong. I think if I think if we were going to skip a year of sick on cinema, 2020 was the year to skip, or it was the year to come back to. To be fair, it could be fair, but we came back 2021. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure everybody listening to this is like, get the fuck on with this show, God. <laughs> Talk about Anthony Wong's movie. Jesus you fucking Christ. turds. <laughs> you hunks of shit. Talk about the movies. But it seems appropriate to uh, choose these films. However, uh, a great podcast, 22 Shots and Moves of Horror, technically did them already. Yeah. And they're probably way better than we'll ever be at this. Uh, well, yeah, but. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I would say that we're at least decent. Uh, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out if people like this episode. We'll find out when people let us know. It's true. Uh,. For a while, it felt like we were just sitting in the dark. Yeah, it really was. Um, so, yeah, interact with us, people. Yeah, please. If you have questions also, I told you what to do. Now's yeah. the time to do it. <laughs> please. Please. Please, God. Please, please, please let us know our lives are worth your entertainment. <laughs> please. So, all right. Now okay. it's time to move on. We're moving all on. All right. Thank you again, Andrew Roboto. Moving on. Yeah. Next segment. We don't really have, like, we don't have, like, jingles and shit to, like... No. Now it's time for the movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Movie time. <laughs> so, Anthony Wong. Yes. He is a uh, Chinese actor mm-hmm. who <laughs> is amazing, really. Yeah. Like, uh, the dude is a chameleon. <laughs> again, we'll get to it, of course, but in all three of these movies, he plays three, I would say, very different characters. Very unique characters, yeah. And nails them each time. And when we picked these movies, I think at the time we were picking them, we were picking them for Anthony Wong. Like, this is the Anthony yeah. Wong. But then it turns out, Herman Yao, I think is how you pronounce yeah. his name, directed all three of these movies. Yeah. And so it's like, oh shit, this worked out perfectly. Yeah, I mean, honestly, this could be called either just the Anthony Wong episode or the Herman Yao episode. Yeah. But, again, if we are saying that wrong, let us know. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're idiots from East Tennessee. What do you want from us? <laughs> I'm, we don't got much education around here. <laughs> I tried, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did good, but, I mean. ADD's a, a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> when, you're, when your history teacher's also the football coach. Oh. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> in, in your his- math teacher's also the football coach. All my teachers were football coaches. I remember in history class, they, they literally like, would try to go through like every bit of, <laughs> every bit of everything, throughout the entire the entire class. Mm, like yeah. you start from like this time period, and they'd be like, "Okay, now we're here." It's like, yeah. What are we doing? It's like okay. in one class, you go from the 1700s to now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, whoa. <laughs> you go from like the revolution Revolutionary War to like 9/11. Yeah. You're like <laughs> in like a span of like a year, maybe. Yeah, like, good lord. <laughs> 
<laughs> crazy. But anyways, another thing that makes this topical and timely is Unearthed Films put out our first movie. Yes. And our, you know, I've heard rumblings, how true it is, I don't know, that they'll be putting out another movie. Yeah. From this episode. Yeah. But we're starting with 1993. Directed yes. by Herman Yao. Yes. Starring the fantastic, the amazing, Anthony Wong. The spectacular. The God. <laughs> See, I didn't realize you were going forward. I, I apologize. It's all right. I didn't cut you off. <laughs> Anthony it. Wong. The God. The God. He's the God of this shit. <laughs> so, Untold Story from 1993. It bears so many similarities to Bullet Syndrome. It ain't even funny. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Because it's much like when we get there, it starts with in mainland China, Hong Kong. Yeah. I think it's mainland China. By um, Chinese direction, I don't know much about we, geography in China. We know nothing about the geography of China. No. Uh, Anthony Wong's character, whose name is Wong, yeah. <laughs> commits a murder over yes. someone that owes him money. Pretty heinous one of that, yeah. And he flees to a more rural town. Mm-hmm. Where he quote unquote buys <laughs> a restaurant. Yeah. However, when body parts wash ashore, mm-hmm. these bumbling cops begin to investigate, which lead them to the eight immortal restaurant. The secrets of how Anthony Wong obtained this restaurant and the ingredients in his world now world famous barbecue buns mm-hmm. begins to unfold. The police are what you could say are bumbling in the dark. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> which is a uh, a movie in the he forgotten jealous. Forgotten jealous. Yes, uh, it is that you have obtained. I've obtained yeah. it, not watched. <laughs> of course not. We're we're the worst. So, anyways, untold stories. What are your thoughts on the untold story? <sighs> it's fucking a masterpiece, is what it is. That's it. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Wong's portrayal of a serial killer is terrifying, yet, mm-hmm. as you've described to me, unassuming. Unassuming, yeah, like, because yes. he just comes off as just anybody. Yeah, he, he can come off. A old man that would come into the store I work at. Yeah. You know, like, he, that's exactly what he comes off as. Yeah, just some dude. Mm-hmm. But under the veil, or I guess behind the veil, not under it. With the, Either or. Yeah. He's got this criminal... Past and present mm-hmm. that are unfolding in front of your eyes, and the you know the untold story, unlike the other two films, is slower. Yeah, it's a it's slower like build. Everything kind of unfolds piece by piece, mm-hmm. and you really only get like three really extreme set pieces. But when they happen, they're absolutely vile. Yeah, they're brutal. Yeah, and you know we're gonna avoid spoiler alerts. It's always been our yeah, motive with of course certain episodes. Yes, again, because we'll always let you know when that's going to happen. Remember when we when we talk about certain movies, like of course in the future we'll talk about movies like certain like movies like Kill List. Yeah, where you kind of have to talk about yeah. the ending, or in the past as we've done like High Tension. Exactly, but not for this one. We're going to kind of keep everything. But you get like these three murder set pieces. Yeah, <laughs> murder set pieces. Mm. That's <laughs> probably going to be a future. We we'll keep uh, dropping all these. Uh, well, yeah, we got we to gotta keep them under the, uh, <laughs> too under many the jacket. Hints. Too many hints. Too many hints, yeah. But, uh, you know, you get these three murder set pieces where, like, they are just, I mean, not overly gory. But they're just brutal. Or graphic. And that's something Herman Yao's really good at is, like, showing you 
less but creating more. Yeah. You hear that phrase a lot, but like he really nails that with these movies. He really does. He, especially in this movie, like again, he's just talking about these the set pieces. Like each one is very different, I would say. Mm-hmm. But it's they all feel equally as brutal as the last, except yeah. for maybe the last one. But yeah, the, except for the main yeah. event, the main of course the the, the, <laughs> the main course, if you will. Yeah, ooh, nice pun. No, uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because it's like when I'm watching Untold Story, things are just like. You're sitting there watching, like, okay, okay, you know, why is this movie so infamous? And then you get, like you said, that main event, that main course. Yeah. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Like, it's one of the most, like, there's two things this film in particular are up there as some of the most disturbing things you'll see in film. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it ticks a lot of boxes in the disturbing yeah. categories. I mean, like, the rape scene in particular. Yeah. It's one of the worst... It's I would bad. say it's brutal. Yeah. Again, out of all the stuff we've done on the show and stuff we're going to prob- probably later on do in the show, of course. Of course. It's one of the hardest to watch uh, rape scenes. What makes sure. it so brutal, too, it's, it's is uh, the build. Yeah. Like, because they're at the table, you know, Anthony Wong, at this point, she's talked to the police. Yeah. Told them what she knew, which wasn't anything. No, it wasn't anything at but all. But it was too much for Wong. <laughs> yeah, and, and of course you can take that as, oh, she she knows something. Yeah, exactly. When she didn't. She didn't. At all. And he's paying her for the day, and he just like, he's trying, he's being as normal as possible. Yeah. But you just know something isn't right. Yeah. And that's what makes that scene the worst, because it's like it's building to that moment. And that's him throughout at least the first half of the movie, I would mm-hmm. say. And then, of course, the the, the, the murder scenes that follow is there's always something that's not right about his character mm-hmm. in these scenes in particular. He's and got then, these looks on his face that like, he's so good at. Yeah. That like it's hard to put into words. Each movie yeah. <laughs> so it's always but, different. Too. Like he has like this look that he gets like right before he's about to do something. Yeah. You know like, he, he gets kick. a kick. Yeah, this little sinister look in his mm-hmm. eye. Yeah. And he looks like Anthony Fantano. Yeah, Anthony Fantano. <laughs> he looks like Fantano. In yeah. this. I ain't said his first name in forever. That's why I'm Fantano. Yeah, Fantano. But Anthony Fantano from the Needle Drop. He looks just like him in this movie. I give these meat buns a uh, strong four out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> but what's interesting, too, is I, I feel like each one of these films, and we'll go into what I see them as as we get through it, yeah. as a statement on a specific topic as well, because like in this movie, like I don't know shit about China. Like you know, I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't. I don't research China very often. I don't research much very often. I I, I try. Sometimes, yeah. But sometimes, of course, cult, cultural. Um, again, the websites from different countries are really hard to yeah. access. But this feels like a statement mm. on uh, police in China. Yeah. Because the cops in the movie are weird. <laughs> they are weird and at times ruthless. Yeah. Like there's. So you got this main cop who's played by Danny Lee, yeah, who co-directed as he's credited as, yeah, but it didn't seem like he had much to do with it to be honest with you. Besides <laughs> being in the movie, yeah, itself, but he's co yeah. he's he's credited as co-director, yeah. He plays the main officer, the main chief of the force, and like every time you see him, he has a woman with him, yeah, and like the other crew, the three other men in the group are like, whoa, wow, mm. and then the girl's like jealous, so she's trying to. 
get his attention. Yeah. And then it turns out they're always hookers. Always prostitutes, ladies in the night, whatever you want to call. And I'm like, them. why does he got yeah. hookers with him? I don't know. Like, is that a statement on, like, power or something? Yeah, I mean, it could be. Because clearly he's trying to make some kind of, like, statement about the justice system in China. Yeah. Because they absolutely. openly talk about and do beat the ever-loving dog shit out of Wong when they arrest oh him. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's one scene in particular. Uh, you mind if I jump into this a little bit? Uh, go right ahead. Okay. Again, spoiler, Anthony Wong's the killer. Mm. Um <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, How did you drop that? <laughs> but they, after brutally beating him, he confesses. and like. He's but he like, doesn't confess to the kills they want him to. Yeah. He confesses to the one in Hong Kong. Yeah. And then he calls the police f- fuckers. And this one cop just smacks him right in the damn mouth. Yeah. As hard as possible. He's just sort of Bleeding from his gums. It's so weird it's because, like, not just the cops are beating the shit out of him, but, like, the yeah. doctors are beating the shit out of him. Yeah, the doctors are... Sh- the are nurses are beating the shit out of him. Other uh, cellmates. Yeah, they're they're paying the cellmates to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> it's like, what is this movie? Like, what is this? Like, this is wild. And, like, they're so... It's not like, oh, uh, we should tone down beating the shit out of him. They're, like, in the like in their little, like, <laughs> office trying to figure out different ways to beat the shit out yeah. of him. Like... We could do this and beat the shit out of him. We're going to get that confession no matter what. We're going to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> it's like, this has to be some kind of statement. Oh, yeah. On, on law enforcement and the justice system in China. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which, again, of course, you know, tied it to reality. There was the, the protests in Hong Kong. For sure, yeah. That happened not long ago. Yeah. And it's just... But it's so funny. And that's like another thing that, like, Herman Yao seems to be, like, so good at. Yeah, excuse me. Is a uh, blending <laughs> really dark, fucked up shit with really silly humor. Yeah, like as you you get a scene of Anthony Wong doing something deplorable, then you cut back to these <clears throat> to these police and they're just acting weird as hell. Just weird, like they're so weird. Yeah, I I, I don't <laughs> know how to describe some of the police like. Well, like, they're all, the, like, stereotypes. Like, you got, like, the tough guy. Yeah. Then you got the ladies' man. You got the nerd. Yeah. Then you got the token woman. <laughs> the know? token woman. <laughs> Which is the case in a lot of movies. You yeah. You get that. And, like, they come off, like, like they're funny at times. But they all come off as, like, just assholes. <laughs> yeah. Like, all of them. Nobody's likable in this movie, really. <laughs> no. But it works for some reason. Oh, yeah. But, like, the brutality towards... Uh, Anthony's character, Wong, <laughs> Wong, is so bad you feel bad for him in a way. And then you see the the main mm-hmm. the main course. Yeah, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's bad. It's, <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, just... bad's not the word for it. Familiar side. <laughs> yeah. Would you call familiar side? It's not from someone that's necessarily in the. Family, yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. I mean, I guess just to say it brutalizes an entire family. family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like you know, I think it's well known at this point that like he turns his victim into the meat for his meat buns. Oh yeah, like I'm pretty sure like on certain posters, it's the poster. It's the poster. Yeah, yeah. There's this great moment in the movie oh, that God. I absolutely adore, where like 
he's getting uh, he's getting interrogated by the cops, and he like to kind of get him out of there. He just like gives him all a bunch of free meat buns and yeah, like enjoy, enjoy, and like kind of get this like this close up on his face. And then it cuts to the cops just just devouring. Oh them. my god! And it's gross. Like the way that it's shot is so gross. They tear into these things as if it was their their only meal for weeks. They're like fingering them at one point. Like, this guy's like, yeah, and I'm like just like pulling like <laughs> meat out of it. Like who eats like this? Look, I, I've been very hungry before. God, yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm and, hungry right now. Uh, <laughs> and. I have not done some th- the things that these guys did. And, like, it made me have, like, these, like, moral questions in my own brain <laughs> where I'm like, I wonder what human tastes like. <laughs> I I have a confession to make on the show. Mm-hmm. As I was watching this movie, um, I totally ate four slices of American cheese, <laughs> especially when they're, they're eating the pork buns. And that's where I'm at in my life. <laughs> Such a weird thing to be like, like, like you'd be like one thing. You're like, yeah, it's I had a sandwich or something like that. You're like, no, nah, dog, I had some cheese. Just four American singles. <laughs> Look, I don't know what it was, but my body was like, bro, you need some cheese. You need some cheese in your life. Not even real cheese though. You ate cheese product. <laughs> it was delicious cheese products. What it was, it was delicious. I, I don't care what you say. I like. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to be like, oh, I had some lasagna or something. No, like no, that. cheese. Nah, just slices of yeah, just, like, just cheese. Just ten, just four crafts angles. <laughs> you, you, you live here. You know there ain't that much in the fridge half the time. They always get gets devoured. There's pepperoni in there, oh. I don't want pepperoni. Or some ham. You could have anything but four craft singles. I know the word craft. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It ain't crap. No, it's like Clover Valley or something like that. <laughs> it's it's some like other brand. I mean, it's not bad cheese. No, I mean it's not cheese either. It's cheese product. Cheese product. Whatever. That, that cheese not product was delicious, cheese. and I was just eating it. Real cheese ain't ain't got the texture of plastic. <laughs> I do know it, it melts good on a sandwich. It does. It does melt good on a sandwich. <laughs> I was looking at those buns, being like, man, I kind of want one. <laughs> That wasn't the only one. They look good. I was like, "Damn, boy, I want some Korean food." Yeah, yeah Korean forever. That's one thing we we started doing over um, the, the the break too was we started doing intermittent fasting. Yeah, I blew my hell back. I gotta get back on it. Yeah, but, you know, but I'll do that eventually. <laughs> I'll get to it. I'll get to it. But again, like it's like like close to my time being up, and I was like, oh, I'm still kind of hungry. And I didn't know what to grab, so I just grabbed some damn cheese <laughs> product, I guess. It's cheese product. And I was just eating it uh, while I was watching Untold Story. Woo. Which, I don't know I don't know how much I'm going to be judged for that. <laughs> I mean, it's weird. I ain't going to lie. It's weird, yeah. <laughs> it's I, weird. It's I'm weird. not going to deny it. That's why I said it was a confession. <laughs> it's a air. weird thing to have done. I mean, like... I, I feel like bringing it I up. I mean, like, Untold Story has nothing to do with it, though. <laughs> no. It's just the fact that you decided to eat four pieces of cheese. I don't know what it was for. Yeah, like of all things, like you could eat any number of cheese. Yeah, it's like nah, it's gonna be an even number. Look, I do that a lot. <laughs> where I'm like, I have to have a certain number of something if I want it. And if it's not that certain number, then I, I make myself angry. I'm over here overfilling a fucking sauce cup with ranch, being like, God damn it! <laughs> Just ranch Just pouring all over the place. <laughs> Sloppy ass ranch, and you over here counting your slices of cheese. Well, <laughs> at first I grabbed two. Right, like, that's not enough. Yeah, I was like, I want more. I want more. <laughs> I want more cheese. So I grabbed two more, and I was like, oh, this one was a bit too much, but I had to have it. Had to be four. Went over the line. Went over the line a little bit. <laughs> too much cheese at this point. Now I ain't gonna shit. I ain't gonna shit for a week now. It's done. 
clogged, <laughs> clogged up. <laughs> I was trying to think of the the medicine that makes you just shit. I couldn't remember the name of it. Though. Like like what is it? The uh, just laxatives. Like yeah, laxatives. Right? Yeah. yeah, I can't remember what it was called. You got the chocolate laxatives. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, You're like why? <laughs> Yeah, it's like oh, you, you can just take the chocolate. Like, why not just take the peel? Just take the peel. Yeah, yeah. I don't need. Or just eat some sugar-free gummy bears. Oh, that's true too. <laughs> to make you shit. But anyways, uh, anyway, back to the movies. Back to old old story. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I uh, completely derailed the entire conversation with cheese. <laughs> cheese. American American singles, singles yeah. at that. <laughs> the one thing about the film that I would say is the weakest aspect of it is some of the effects. Yeah, you definitely got some foam rubber bodies. Definitely. They've definitely been painted. They're floppy. <laughs> bit, yeah. There's no bones. There's definitely no bones. <laughs> That's one thing that... that They're boneless. <laughs> they were boneless. They were boneless. That's one thing I noticed right off the bat. Like, I'm watching this 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 part, and I'm like, this is brutal. I'm like, wait a minute. Where's the bones? <laughs> Where are the bones? <laughs> Listen here, all you invertebrates. Oh, God. It's time to do the sponge. But, like, the movie's great. It's yeah. fantastic, and I think, but I think honestly, when I'm watching, it, it's like if Anthony Wong wasn't in that role, yeah, would it be as good? And I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think it, he ties everything together perfectly. Absolutely, he He's, takes he elevates what is already a like what would be a good movie, but yeah. it wouldn't hold the hold the you know the candle to what it is now. It wouldn't be held at the same regard without Anthony Wong. I agree. So, anything else you want to say about Untold Story? Um, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if I've got any more to say, really. I mean, it's that, just that good. Will, yeah, it's it's a, it's a great movie. It's sick on cinema approved. It is. We had sound effects. We would add sound effects, but was it like a stamp? Yeah, like a stamp. Yeah, it's a stamp sound effect. <laughs> but I like, don't know why my stamp sound effect sounded like <laughs> you're like carving in. <laughs> now we got old Tommy Radio going on. <laughs> yeah, it's just really good. But I think it's also a movie that I feel like. Is being talked about a ton right now because Unearthed put it out, yes. and I want to give shouts out because I know Unearthed sometimes gets a lot of shit. Yeah, we all we both love Unearthed. Yeah, they we put out we some interviewed great Stephen Byro, mm. very, um, very very great guy. But you know, we will also call him out when there's some like a tr- we haven't talked about on the show, but a tros. Yeah, the subtitles are <laughs> fucked. <laughs> At least on your, your copy, I don't yeah. know if it was other people's copies. It though. seems that way. Okay. Um, also, I'm just gonna go ahead and say I know we'll probably end up doing it one day. I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> We'll get to that one. Day. Okay, yeah. Back, um, back to yeah. But I want to shout out Un- Unearth for this transfer of Untold Story. It looked really fucking good, especially when we watched the DVDs of Ebola. Yeah, and Taxi Hunter. You compare how they looked. It's what, night and day. It's night and day. Like yeah. Untold Story looked crisp. But the one, one thing I will say is Untold Story looks very crisp. But we'll get to it in ta- uh, Taxi Hunter later. Taxi Hunter, like the way it looks, though, I kind of dig the way. I, it yeah, looks. I do too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I want to see it cleaned up, but I also oh, yeah. like that it's like kind of grimy and <laughs> Get gross looking. Yeah, too. I mean, not gross, but the best way I can. We're podcasters. We're podcasters. Yeah, we're so good at this, right? Yeah, um, but it has that like like dirty uh, New York feel. Yeah, it really does. It has that, uh, that urban that that feel like in movies like Miss Forty Five. Or um, Bad Lieutenant. In fact, I think we should just go ahead and... Jump into it? Jump into it. You know, also 1993. Same fucking year. Two goddamn movies. (laughs) Same goddamn year. (laughs) Herman fucking Yao and Anthony Wong are like, you want another fucking masterpiece? There you go. Here you go, boys. (laughs) Taxi Hunter. They them. The only thing is, 
I don't have the fucking main character's name written down. Do you? Oh, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I can. I can. Yeah. Which I, the ah thing was throwing me off. Yes. I don't know what that is. I need someone to explain that to me. All three of these movies have it. Yeah. Ah. All their names start with ah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. Uh, I'm like I would. I, I'm like I'm not gonna assume anything. <laughs> I was I'm gonna not gonna assume shit because it's gonna be racist. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be racist. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you just put my ass on blast over here. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, but. Like, what, what I was... Never mind. Just move on. Just get the movie. <laughs> yeah. Just get the movie. It wasn't going to be racist. It was a joke, guys. <laughs> um, 1993. Taxi Hunter. This is the one of the three that's like little known. Yes. It's not talked about a lot. I only discovered it you know, after I'd seen Ebola Syndrome and Dr. Lamb and Untold Story. Right. I just kind of discovered, like, I was at a horror movie convention. It was Horror Hound Weekend. And I was... Th- I miss Horror Hound. I know, God, right? And I'm thumbing through the box at the Synapse table. And I come across this movie called Taxi Hunter. And it says, from the director of Untold Story and Ebola Syndrome. Yeah. comes Taxi Hunter starring Anthony Wong. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, boys, <laughs> another one? Get the fuck in. <laughs> you know, like, holy shit, hell yeah. So I bought it, and it was one of the best blind buys I've ever had, I think. Yeah. I, I would I would say, like, throughout the years, you've had some blind buys that have been either absolutely amazing mm-hmm. or some of the worst, some worst shit ever. <laughs> but, again, of course, that, that thus is blind buying. Yeah, I mean, that is the joy of it. Oh, this yeah. is like a blind buy in the fact, like, I never even heard of this. Yeah. Like, because Ebola syndrome and Untold Story are so infamous. I was like, how is this one not known? Yeah. It's almost like um, like Mario Bava mm. and uh, the, his movie Rabid Dogs. Yeah. His Lost movie is, excuse me again, really fucking good, but nobody talks about it because it was just lost for years. Yeah. Again, like, before we talked about doing this episode and whatnot, I'd heard of a bullet syndrome and yeah. I'd heard of Untold Story. I'd never heard of Taxi Hunter. Yeah, it's like, like I said, like, to go back to that Murder Bava, is like, yeah, Rabbit Dogs is amazing, but it's kind of overshadowed by Black Sabbath, Black Sunday. Yeah. Or even, like, Bay of Blood because of the significance in the slasher genre. Yeah. You know, this is that same thing. This movie's amazing, but it's overshadowed by Untold Story and Ebola Syndrome. Which, uh, unfortunately, does happen quite a bit, though. Yeah, it like, does. It happens in all different forms of, me- of media. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but um, yeah. So, Ken is a, uh, I mean, we don't really, he sells insurance, right? It was, That's he, what I took from it. The, the, what I kind of just saw was he was just a worker in an office. I, 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 I thought they were selling insurance. Okay. Because at one point, he meets with that triad guy, who's definitely in the triad. Yeah, <laughs> and he's selling him oh, life. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, selling yeah. Him life insurance. Yeah, he's selling, he's selling him insurance. Yes, um, or no health insurance because at yeah. one point the guy was like, "Oh, we want our clients to be alive." You know, we sell the business of life. <laughs> I was gonna make it. I was gonna make a joke, but uh, <laughs> we should do that. But uh, no, <laughs> I'm just gonna do it. Fuck it. Not in America. Not in America. <laughs> <laughs> Pay up, motherfucker. <laughs> so um, he uh, he also has a pregnant wife. And uh, what's the other guy's name? Oh no, I, I had it written down somewhere. Uh, well, this is Chung Cinema. Chung. Y- yes. Uh, was that his brother? Actually, I don't think it. I, I don't. Because like don't it's so confusing because everybody calls each other brother, but at one point he calls his wife sister-in-law. But that also could just be because they're such a good friends. Yeah. I assumed 
Either or. Because that's the only point in the movie where they kind of reference the fact they could be brothers. Also, one thing I will say about this edition of Taxi Hunter, like, sometimes I think some of the, sometimes, some of the subtitles yeah. are off. It's kind of Englishy at times. <laughs> yeah. Like, it definitely seems like direct translation instead of, like, making yeah. it work. <laughs> and sometimes, like, there's one point where, uh, you know, he's talking about selling that guy life insurance. Mm-hmm. Where, like, he says something about his face. His face. They talk yeah. about his face a lot, and I'm like... There's nothing going on with yeah, his face. it's weird. Um, I was so confused. But, you know, I, I, I picked up on it, too. Like, sometimes the subtitles seemed like direct translations yeah. and that didn't translate well. Yeah, <laughs> which does happen. Does happen. Um, but anyways, he has a pregnant wife. Yeah. Who, uh, they're a, just a beautiful, lovely couple. Oh, yeah. So sweet. Very innocent couple. <laughs> you knew as soon as you saw how sweet and loving they were, something horrible was going to happen. Oh, I wrote that down my notes even. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I did too, actually. I made note of it. I was like, when you see a couple in a movie this sweet and this beautiful and wholesome, yeah, the worst stuff is going to happen to them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Always. Again, was it uh, Class of uh, 1984? Class of 1984. <laughs> the couple there, like, they're so like, nice. Oh, just oh. beautiful. And then horrible shit happens. <laughs> Always. Always, dude. It's like it's like they're just setting it up. You're like, oh, you like these coups, don't you? Yeah. Oh, they're, so, they're just so nice. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. <laughs> fuck them both up. And it's so weird because, like, in Untold Story, Anthony Wong is kind of, like we said, unassuming. Yeah. But dangerous. Mm-hmm. Violent. Scary. Yeah. Mean. Evil. Evil bastard. Evil bastard. He's a swindler. Don't call him that. Oh. Don't call him that. Oh, he will turn you into a damn uh, meat bun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, meat bun. Don't fuck with it. Don't call him a swindler. But in this movie, he's nice. Yeah. He's wholesome. He's kind-hearted. Very caring. Very caring. He's the exact opposite of Wong. Yeah. And the exact opposite he, of uh, Kai. And he fucking nails it. He's amazing in it. But anyways, yeah. let's get back to the plot. We ain't got to what happens. Okay, movie. yeah. Why it's called Taxi Hunter. Yeah. So it's such an odd idea, but it works perfectly. Perfectly. <laughs> so one day, she seems to be going into labor. Yep. But then there's some blood. Yeah. So he calls a taxi. We gotta go to the emergency room. Something, you know, she's hemorrhaging. Hmm. So taxi shows up, but he's trying to get his wife ready. And this guy's like, "Well, can you take me here?" And he's like, "No, I'm, I'm busy." Right. Yeah. But he's like, "Well, I'll give you a hundred extra." To take me somewhere. Fast. And the guy's like, all right, get in. Leaves him. They go outside. Where's our taxi? Yep. He finally <laughs> waves one down. I'm off duty. Please, you got to do this. Well, no. okay. How You got to give me 100 extra. Yeah. Fine. No, your wife can't get in here because she's bloody. Takes off. When she takes off, her shirt gets stuck in the door. <laughs> My God. And drags her ass. <laughs> down the road. Down the fucking road. It's brutal. Runs her to a goddamn curve. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking... Uh, the one thing I will say, like, I remember we were talking about this, like, kind of off air, but you said it was a bit over the top. It's a bit over the top. But the emotion is there. Oh, it's there. It works. Yeah. I do think it's a little over the top, though. Because it's just like, yeah. I mean, you could have done, you could have got away with the same emotion and the same tragedy. But I guess you have to think about it like this, though, because, I mean, we'll get into it, of course, he's just hunting down taxi drivers because the taxi driver's the one who did it. Yeah, but it, but they still, like, if the taxi driver just screwed him over yeah, and just drove off and left him and his wife died because of that, you could have done the same thing. Yeah. I just don't think she needed to be, like, <laughs> freaking Hulk Hogan, Goldberg on the motorcycle oh, dragging God. him. Oh, no, Undertaker, Goldberg and Undertaker dragging him out of the goddamn uh, hallway. <laughs> 
big boss man taking big show's <laughs> dad. Like I didn't think we needed that. No, <laughs> I mean I, I get, I get what you're he, saying. But then he runs her into the goddamn curve. Like, yeah, like, it's brutal. It is really brutal. Like the stunts in this movie are insane. Yeah. yeah, they're really good. But of course, she don't make it. Yeah, his child don't make it. Yep. And he kind of goes down a hole of despair. Yeah, he starts drinking obs- uh, um, obsessively. Yeah, uh, just not doing well. No. And then one day he sees a taxi driver just being a dick fuck. Is your stomach gurgling? Yeah. I'm, Meets I'm, with the American singles. <laughs> Gotta have those American singles right now. Anyways, he's in there, he's in that taxi, and the guy's just being a dick fuck, and he's had a fuck enough. The term dick fuck is amazing. Dick fuck. <laughs> and he's had enough. And he kills him. Yep. And he liked it. But before he does kill that guy, the one thing I want to mention is there's a taxi driver trying to uh, scam an old lady, uh, a lady out of wa- uh, money. Yeah. He just walks over, smacks, smacks him, <laughs> handful of food and everything, and just smacks him Boom. in the mouth, and then to a roar of applause. And that's what I'm saying too. Yeah. And we'll get into that in a second. But like, and he likes it. Yes. And he buys a gun, and he's doing. Taxi hunting. And at the same time, his best friend, Chung, is also a really good police officer. Yeah. Who is now on the case of trying to find the taxi hunter. Yep. And so you kind of get that, you know, battle of morality, you know. Yeah. It, man, it, it's it's one of those stories, like, it kind of reminds me, in a way, not necessarily, but it has the same kind of feel as a movie like... Um, Oh God, no, no, Miss Forty Five. Well, yeah, that mo- that movie too. But uh, I saw the Devil. Where yeah, the it does kind of have. Yeah, yeah, it does kind of. I saw the Devil feel to it. I, I when I described this movie to you, I was like, it's like Miss Forty Five meets Death Wish. Yeah, and I think that's exactly it. Because like you know, in Miss Forty Five, he uh, she uh, you know she doesn't just kill the people who raped her; she begins to kill men. In general, yes, and that's kind of what this movie feels. I was like, this is like the male equivalent of uh, Miss yeah. Forty Five in a way, <laughs> but except for with, with just men or you know something like that. It's taxi drivers, yeah. But he has a little bit more of a moral compass than she does, yeah. Because there's times where he gets in a taxi cab and he's like, "Take me here," and they're like, "Okay," and he's like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait," and that's gonna slow you down, all right? Well, yeah, but it's my job. Hmm. Okay, well, here's the money. You're a good guy. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna kill you. It's not all taxi drivers. Yeah. It's the shitty ones. It's the uh, the scumbag ones. Yeah. Which it feels as though, like, again, like, maybe this is like a, um, not satire, but like a statement on the public transportation system in China. I mean, I don't know a lot about it, but, yeah. you know, if this is like a representation of, like an over-the-top representation of what it's like, it's, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah. They're pretty bad. I mean, they swindle people out of money pretty hardcore. We're getting, like, of course, I don't know about the public transportation in, uh, China, mm-hmm. but I do know a little bit about the ones in Japan. Yeah, in Japan, like especially the trains, they they will force people. Yeah, they'll into get it. sticks and yes. start shoving people into these it's things. Crazy, it is insane. <laughs> Where here in America, you go onto a train like in New York, and you got some guy just throwing up on the in the corner. <laughs> but that's the thing about this. Like, like I said, like each one of these movies feel like they ha- it makes a statement on a industry in China. 
you know, untold story yeah. was the police force and the justice system, and this yeah. one was like the taxi system and the transportation system in China, yeah. and maybe how that's all fucked up and corrupt. Yeah. Possibly, I don't know, maybe I'm reading too much into that, I don't know. I mean, I mean may, maybe, but at the same time, I, I do get where you're coming from, and yeah. I kind of feel the same way about it. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, again, the, the star of this movie is Anthony Wong's performance, especially oh in God. this one. Like, he is so likable. And again, I will say the 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 main cop in this one is really great. He's too. great, and his sidekick is so funny, Gallo. Yeah, and he never looks like a police officer in the least. He's constantly like wearing like bizarre like American like sports jerseys yes. and stuff. It's and he's it's like talking fantastic. in slang and stuff yeah. like that. And his daughter's cool too. Yeah, Herman Yao really nails characters. Yes, like they're always, if not like the most likable, memorable, or just interesting. Interesting. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, Taxi, oh man, this movie's—it's good. It's really good. <laughs> this is an underrated. It's absolutely under-talked underrated. about gem that needs to be seen. Oh yeah, it, it's a perfect example of revenge gone too far. Exactly. It, you brought up I Saw the Devil. That was a yeah. perfect example. That's a perfect comparison in a lot of ways. I mean, I don't know if it's on the level of I Saw the Devil. Not in violence for sure. And also, I Saw the Devil is like a once in a lifetime film, <laughs> where it's like, holy Ooh. shit, what a good movie. You know yeah, I mean? man. And this one's really good, but you know, I Saw the Devil is like next level shit. Yeah. But like, it is that too, because like it's like tragedy on top of tragedy on top of tragedy, yeah. like. Even though he's getting this revenge, shit just keeps happening. Yeah, like then innocent people start getting hurt. Yeah, and you know, like it's gone too far, and like it wasn't wasn't worth it. I don't know, you know. Exactly. Well, I don't know what's going on. You need American singles in you. <laughs> need those American singles. Man. <laughs> <laughs> need American singles, and apparently a monster because that's what I've been probably <laughs> drinking over the break me too I've, I've up my game to two monsters a day <laughs> Jesus well I, I can't say anything at one point choo 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 at one point I was drinking like a bang energy and then like a red bull and mm-hmm. then a kickstart I was like Whew. my only problem with this film and you kind of disagreed with me a little yeah. bit was um, first of all I thought that's the <laughs> the set piece was a little over the top <laughs> yeah and also, too, I think it relies a lot on cliches. Like it does. You got the sad, rainy montage of, you know, sadness of him remembering yeah. the good times, why it rains, and he's burning the pictures. And it's all shot great. Yeah. The acting's fantastic. It's just a little cliche, a little corny. Well, you know? well what I will say is, like, do cliches always work? No. No. But I think in this movie it does work. Yeah, I, do, I agree. I do think it works because you see that. But there also is a blend of other, you know, elements that really make you feel for him. Yeah, like for it's sure. not just him like burning the stuff or you know the rain. Like the one, the one scene in particular that sticks out to me is when he's with. Tell me, what was the name of the cop's name? Chung. Ch- Chung. Ah, Chung. <laughs> ah, Chung. Yeah. And they're at the grave. Yeah, and he's like, you can't keep doing this. He's like, you can't keep doing this. He's like, you know, well, well, why don't you come with me to, you know, grab some food and whatnot? And he's like, I'm fine. Yeah, it's he, real. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely real. real. It's a great depiction of grief. Oh man, he nails it. Like to me, like I even wrote in my notes, like how much he pulls on your heartstrings. Oh yeah, like the scene where the co- the doctor comes out and tells him, you know, sorry, she didn't make it. Yeah, the baby, and like you see him like trying to process it. And it's, then they roll the body out, ugh. and he breaks, and it's like, man, that was woof. You know what I mean? Like woof. Again, like, I don't. That's wanna... why I don't feel like that montage is needed. Yeah. Because in that moment, I felt for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like you could show him drinking and and falling apart mentally, 
and it would work just as well. But I don't think the cliches like hurt the movie enough to like, oh, I'm taking a whole star off of it. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? I'll still give it a four and a half. That, that, that's what I gave it as well. Yeah, but on Letterbox. Yeah, Letterbox. <laughs> I don't remember my name on Letterbox. We'll do that next time. Okay. <laughs> but like, you know, what I'm saying like, I, I just feel like it. It's it works and it's good. It just wasn't needed. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but for for me, again, sometimes I don't know. Sometimes stuff like that really works. For you me. like that cheese? Oh, yeah, I like it. <laughs> Clearly, yeah, yes, you the like American singles. <laughs> this is the Korean singles. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's great moments in it too, where like it's just little moments that like work for me, where he goes to goes to a hooker. Yeah, and like wants to have a like, would you have, have a, a baby? Will yeah. you have my baby? And she like. Throws out a crazy amount of money. Yeah, and he's like, I can't do that. Yeah. But as he leaves, and she's like, she's like, well, you're really cute. I'll, you know, we can do this for half off. And he's like, <laughs> what he says is you're a good whore, which I thought was a little weird, but. Don't know if that was <laughs> the, that's the right translation, <laughs> per se, but. He's like, you're a really good whore here. Here's some money. <laughs> but sweet, in a way, though, because he's like, he cares about it. Like, even though, like, he just met this woman. <laughs> because she whore. was, well, he, well, you know. <laughs> But he still cares, and he's kind to her. Yeah, you know, and like, oh, this one moment was so good to me. Yeah, he kills the first taxi driver, mm. and he goes back to his his. You know, he's freaking out that he did it, and he's he's washing his face, and he, he sits on the toilet, and he's breathing heavy, but then he has stops. He kind of looks up and he smirks. And I'm like, that pops right yeah. there. Yeah, like that scene pops. Like you like in that moment that clicks with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's that that moment where he realizes like. I kind of enjoyed that. This is my. This is what I'm here for. Yeah, you know is I mean? to stop and at stop first, injustices from happening. And at first, I'm with him. I'm like, he's he's got yeah. he's got a Batman to me right now. <laughs> I'm like, fucking get him, boy. Well, according to some people, Batman is <laughs> not the hero that he claims to be. Uh, yeah, I saw some people be like, yeah, it's like, oh, well, he doesn't kill. Um, you know, he doesn't kill people. But like, he brutalizes the fuck out of some sure minions. And, <laughs> and Batman begins. <laughs> You know, Rajah Ghoul's like, he's like, he's like, I ain't gonna kill you, but I ain't gonna save you. I'm like, well, you just killed him then. <laughs> <laughs> you totally just killed him. You just let him die. Yeah, so technically you killed him. <laughs> oh, it wasn't too big of a spoiler for Batman. <laughs> oh, yeah. Batman Begins. It's okay. <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, back to Taxi Hill. Uh, like, it's those Jesus. little moments with Anthony Wong's performances that literally like, let it stick out. Yeah, to be like, man, this guy is such a good actor. He's like, if he an was amazing actor, like if he could speak English, he would be like a megastar. Oh yeah. Like initially, I was like, he, oh, he could be like a Bruce Campbell or like, and I'm like, nah, bump that. He's like, no offense to Bruce Campbell, oh, yeah, Bill no. Mosley. Those guys are amazing. We love them. The great yeah. actors. This dude is like a Gary Oldman. You yeah. know, what I mean? like he's that level of good. Oh my god. Um, again, I scrolled through his letter, you know, the page that he has on Letterbox, and. Man, he was in some American stuff. Yeah, he's yeah. dabbled in American projects for sure. But I, he just he, his stuff didn't take off. Yeah, that much, that much over. And you see, Bola, he can speak English. Yeah, you know, it's not great, but he can speak English. I mean, it, it's not you know, it's not necessarily fluent. No, no, but, definitely. But he's good. Yeah, he is really good. God, he's. I mean, like the, this movie. Particular, the I mean, emotion he portrays in just facial expressions is incredible. Yeah. And we got to talk about the guy, Chung, by the way. Yeah. He's good, too. Oh, my God. This dude had to be like an action star in Korea or something. Because his stunt not, not work. Korea. Ch- China, China, China. Excuse me. China. Yeah. China. Yeah. I said Korea earlier. We were talking about I Saw the Devil. Yeah, me, yeah. It I got me you. in Korea. 
Korea is amazing. <laughs> they yes. make some amazing movies. But so does China. <laughs> some, some fucking epic. Like, if you're going to sit down and watch some of these the movies that come out of Korea, you better... Korea movie hits different. <laughs> <laughs> you better have some time. Yeah. Korea like movies hit two and a half man. hours. Great shit, though. Yeah. But anyways, China, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, excuse me. Hey, you're fine. Um... Uh, I like as if I'm listening and <laughs> as if I'm like the audience right then. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Apologize again. <laughs> Apologize. But yeah, he had to be like an action movie star in China or something. Yeah, this dude's stunt work. I mean, it's not Jackie Chan. No, but damn, it's good. It's really good. It's good. Like there's like a bank robbery scene at the very beginning of the movie for really no reason. Yeah, it's just a showcase. <laughs> just to st- just to show some good ass stunts <laughs> and, and I guess establish that Chung's a good cop. Yeah. <laughs> And there's one scene in particular that really proves he's a good cop. I'm not going to say necessarily what, what it is, but mm-hmm. the the police force goes to shoot at somebody. Yeah. And he takes his gun and flips the yeah, other guy's like, no, gun. No, 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 no. You know, yeah. we'll do this by the book. Yeah. Which is very, very good. Yeah. It breaks the stereotype in any movie that isn't a movie about cops. Because <laughs> we literally <laughs> saw this recently. We're like, any oh movie that isn't like, isn't like a Jackie Chan movie where he is a cop or something yeah. like that, the cops always suck. <laughs> <laughs> it, it translates over, like, every culture. Every culture. Every culture. The police in movies that, of course, that are not about police mm-hmm. are the, the shit. They're bumbling. They're stupid. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They they suck. They suck. It's it's like, wow, this is weird. Yeah. We noticed that recently. Everything like, We're watching movies like, see, cops, yeah. there it is again. Yeah, there it is again. <laughs> <laughs> then you got a movie like, Maniac. <laughs> He rules. Big up. He rules. <laughs> Big ass chin. God damn. <laughs> like a camel's hump. <laughs> he could fit so much liquor in that thing. <laughs> Rest in peace. Rest in peace, of course. Rubber's dark. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Anyways, taxi owner. We get off on so many tangents. I know. This can't be entertaining to listen to. I don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I feel like I'd enjoy this. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, dude, like we're he, trying. Yeah, we're trying. We're trying, guys. <laughs> it's He's, been a while. But like the action set pieces are just like surprisingly really good. Yeah, like they just kind of come out of nowhere, and you're kind of waiting for like you know low budget, still good, but yeah. I mean, we're not talking about like like on a scale of action. We're we're, we're not talking samurai cop levels. Yeah, like, bad exactly. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> it's like. It's like, you know, I wasn't expecting that level of bad fight yeah. scenes and stuff like that, but I also wasn't expecting how high caliber they were. Yes. You know what a low-budget action movie looks like. It's oh, like yeah. it's good, but like it's a little slower, a little cheesier. A little cheesier, yeah. This one hits good. I'm like, it worse. it's worse. It is different. It does. Yeah, as you said earlier. <laughs> it hit different. It good. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, Taxi Hunter, man. What else can you say about it? It's just a great... Little revenge film. Like, if you like movies like Miss 45, you like Death Wish, you like yeah. Vigilante, you like these these revenge films, this is this is a movie you need to check out. Se- seek it out. Yeah. Check it out. It's really good. Was this Category 3? I don't actually know. I don't know if this one was. I don't know if it was, yeah. But I do know that the next movie... It definitely is. Yeah, it has to be. <laughs> you want to talk about hitting different. Oh, God. So, anything else you want to say about Taxi Hunter before we move on? Except for, as we said, if you can snag a copy of it somewhere, it. please do something. And favorite. I really hope, because like I said, they're putting out Untold, Unearth put out an Untold Story. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure I heard they're putting out Dr. Lamb. Yeah. Uh, I've heard rumblings that they're going to be doing Ebola. Okay. I really hope they pick up Taxi Hunter. Yeah. Because if th- not, I hope somebody puts this on Blu-ray. It really yes. deserves it. 
I mean, th- there's a lot of companies out there who are making some amazing releases right now from other areas of the world. Yeah. Please do do, there's do that everybody a favor. Yeah, exactly. And there's that new one, like Error Four 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 or something like that. Yeah, they're putting out a movie by the guy who did t- uh, Tokyo Gore Police. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah, you know, hopefully somebody that picks up Taxi Hunter does it justice because it deserves it. It, it deserves definitely it. deserves it. It's an amazing and like film. you can easily sell it. Just put from the director of Untold Story and yep. Ebola Syndrome, like the, like the the poster on a lot of the cases. Say. Yep. yep. Yeah. So next up, check it out. Speaking of. Oh, the Ebola Syndrome, 1996. Oh. Yep, three years later. One of the sleaziest. Oh, my God. Grossest, vile movies to ever be filmed. You have The Ebola Syndrome. Ebola Syndrome is fucking rancid. You know, like when you're like, let's say you're cooking. Mm-hmm. You're using some butter. <laughs> you get butter all over your hands. You get that greasy sheen on you. Yeah. This movie looks like that feels. <laughs> somehow this this <laughs> somehow this movie managed to feel greasier than the Greasy Strangler. It is ugh, so fucking gross. It's vile. Um, so putrid. Once again, we have now Anthony Wong is back into his natural habitat of being a dirt bag. <laughs> I would even argue somewhat more of a dirt bag. Oh, for sure. Because like again, of course, in Untold Story, he plays a dirt bag serial yeah, killer. He's a serial killer. This one is he's, on a new level of gross. He's, he's the worst. <laughs> he's he's the lowest form of humanity. Again, this movie again. He's the amoeba of life. <laughs> he's disgusting. He is bacteria. <laughs> so, anyways, also quite literally, quite literally, get into it, yeah. <laughs> Kai is his name in this one. Yeah. Once again, he flees Hong Kong because this time he murders uh, a triad boss he worked for. Yep. Uh, some guy that was with him, hmm. and the wife that he was sleeping with. Yeah. Murders all three of them ruthlessly. There is one one part in particular with the table. The only thing I could think about was like early two thousands WWE when they like stomp the chair around yeah. the deck. <laughs> so he flees to uh, South Africa in this one. Yes, which I thought was an interesting setting. Yeah, because it really like is. When, mainly when you put something in South Africa, it's got this sweaty look to it. Yeah, because Africa is a hot, hot area of the <laughs> hot world, country. Yes. So it means you got this sweaty, dirty look. Yep. Uh, and once again, he works as a head chef in a restaurant. Yeah, much and, like. And something I will say also about South Africa too is it is such an odd setting too because it is very diverse in people. Yes, because you have like British people and yeah. you have tribes and you have all kinds of cultures yeah. and China, apparently a high population of Chinese people. I didn't realize that was a thing. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> and they all kind of meet yeah. in this area. Yeah, it's odd. So you know, he's a head chef at this restaurant where his boss wants to get. Pig, yeah, cheaper, yeah. So they go out to the damn Sahara, I guess, I, on a safari to find this tribe. Yeah, and they get there, and it's so insane because this tribe's like doing this ceremony or these like dead bodies. Yeah, well, I didn't see them as dead. I oh, thought, not, I thought they were infected. With, oh, they were definitely yeah. infected, but I thought they were already dead. I don't know. Maybe I was wrong about that. I, I didn't. Th- some of them may have been. Yeah, I, some of, some of them I thought were just infected with. Ebola. Ebola syndrome, yeah. yeah. So they get the pigs and they're on their way home. On the way home, elf- <laughs> this movie's so weird. Yeah. Elephants run out. <laughs> yeah. And, and they wreck. <laughs> and the, the boss and Kai get in an argument and he leaves. 
as yeah. the boss works on the truck, where he finds this African woman. Yep. Who collapses. Yeah, grabbing water for the rest of the the village. Yeah. yeah. So he decides to rape her. Yeah. <laughs> Cause as you do, I guess. Uh, you weirdo, you sleazy fuck. Yeah, you like, nasty bastard. Rape is already bad. <laughs> like I don't think I have to say that. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think you have to say that. But but I'm going to say that. I'm going to sta- I'm going to take the stance right now, Matt. Uh, take the stance. Okay, go ahead. Rape is bad. <laughs> rape is really bad. You shouldn't, shouldn't do that. You should it's never horrible. do that. Never do rape. <laughs> never. Do never. Rape. Not not even once. Not even once. Never rape. Rape bad. Rape rape the but, bad. Uh, yeah. You're also gonna rape someone who collapses and is like having a seizure. Like, what is wrong with you? Well, again, we'll get into it. But this guy is fucking nasty. He don't care. He don't care. He doesn't care. He. Oh god. It, <laughs> but as he's oh, raped god. Her, she throws up on him. Yeah. Thus spreading. Because if you know anything about Ebola, I don't know a ton about Ebola. But in this movie, Ebola is as easily spread as someone can just spin on you. You yeah. got it. What what I what I knew when the <laughs> back in like to, the, the, yeah, mid, when the false to, pandemic hit <laughs> yeah don't you wish this one was like that one <laughs> oh yeah definitely um I heard it spread through like just touch body fluid as well yeah. reckon like sweat spit blood yeah. semen any cetera, kind of bodily fluid can spread yeah. Ebola but again they said it was not as contagious as like of course with the pandemic and real life right now yeah um because. That could be like transferred by just touching something touching that someone something, else yeah. touched. At least I'm pretty sure I don't. Know. So every rapes this woman, he contracts yeah. Ebola. Ebola. However, <laughs> he's one in what ten million or something. Yeah. They said that's asymptomatic. A, well, he's not asymptomatic. He gets it at first, yeah. but he's immune to it. It yeah. doesn't kill him. He becomes a carrier for yeah. the virus, and unknowingly at first, yeah, begins to spread it. And it's a race against the clock to figure out who this guy is and where he's at and how to stop him because he's Mother spreading a bowl like a son of a bitch. Motherfucking super spreader. Super spreader. God. <laughs> he's like fucking shredder at the end of TM2. <laughs> <laughs> he's super. <laughs> super spreader. <laughs> My God. So, yeah, that is the plot for Bola Syndrome. Already greasy. Like, it, like just describing it is gross. <laughs> the whole movie it's is It's got gross. everything you don't want. <laughs> Again, it's got rape and murder and you. It's got cannibalism. Cannibalism, of course. Of course. Again, an odd correlation yeah. between this movie and Untold Story. Yeah. They're very similar in like certain little themes. Yeah, but different in that like not that Untold Story I would say is classy. No, but it carries itself much more um, serious. Yeah, with blends of comedy. Yeah, but with especially with the police in that movie. Yeah. This movie is, I would say, a black comedy. Yeah, pitch pitch black, black. but definitely, I would say it's a black comedy on on, on a scale of like like dark com. Uh, sorry, dark comedy. Like this is up there, like Visitor Q, happiness, happiness. Yeah, and it's like like Visitor Visitor Q. I, I you know correlate the two because of how gross, gross. those movies are. I think I just got a damn splinter in your floor. Oh no. <laughs> Anywho, I need to paint this some. Yeah, bitch. you need to put carpet down or something. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Uh, there's just certain things in this movie that baffle me <laughs> to the point of no return that I don't understand, but I love. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, so he's interacting with his boss, right? Yeah, and, he, and he's like buttering him up, and he just keeps telling him how big his dick is. <laughs> he's like, "Oh, everybody knows you got a long hog." <laughs> I'm like, "What are we doing?" What is this? 
<laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> why, why are you talking about his dick like this? And it has maybe the weirdest sex scene I have ever oh seen God. filmed. It, it, I can't even describe what is <laughs> happening in this scene. Go ahead and try, though. I don't know how. <laughs> They're like holding hand, like he's holding her hand. Yeah. And at one point, she's on top of him, and then he like flips her over, and he's like, hoo, hoo, and then he flips her back, and he flips her over again. He's grunting. And he's like, he's like, it's a plane. <laughs> it's a bird. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? He's grunting like crazy, sweating bullets. <laughs> but he just keeps like leaning her forward. Yeah, and I like, don't know. It's fucking weird. <laughs> All I'm going to say is, I hope. She was flexible because those knees are fucked. Oh my god, dude. You've been <laughs> her in fucking. If it was me, yeah. Broke. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done, son. I'm folded in half. But while it's happening, yeah. Kai, Ugh. Anthony Wong here. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and state this on the record. This scene made me gag. Goes and gets some frozen ass meat. Mm hmm. Jerks off with it. It's like, this is the grossest, weirdest yeah. sex scene I have ever fucking seen. No, but the thing is, like, not only does he do that with the meat which again already gross then serves it serves it puts it right back in first of all here's there's layers it's like an onion this is like an onion there's layers in this because he gets the meat out yep he don't put the other meat back in the refrigerator Mm -mm. he just leaves it there just to sit then he jerks off with it and then he puts it back into it (sighs) that was that sitting sweating ass meat but you know flies were getting on it. Oh, yeah, they're, they're all over it. All over that rotten-ass meat. And he puts it back in the refrigerator. <laughs> it's, ugh, it's so vile. Yeah, I again, as I said, I was like, I literally gagged. It's gross, dude. It's so damn gross. The, the, the idea of someone doing that with your food, for one, is awful. Then it's sitting out like that, too? Mm-hmm. It's just marinating. Oh, my God, dude. <sighs> it's vile. God. That's the thing about this movie. It's vile. It's absolutely vile. It just feels scummy and it, gross. <laughs> again, this is the movie after you watch it, you're like, maybe a shower's needed. You know, another thing I thought was really interesting about Wong's character in this movie is when he's killing people, it seems like it's like a burden to him. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's like, like oh, I gotta do this now. I gotta, I gotta kill these people. I gotta kill this dude. Ugh. Because, like, at the very first thing, like, he kills those three people, right? Yeah. He's gonna set this girl on fire. This little girl, he's gonna set her on fire. Yeah, which already, whoa. And this guy shows up, and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm killing him. Is that a problem to you? (laughs) And then he just fucking leaves. leaves. They don't try to stop him. No. It's so weird. (laughs) This movie's on a different level of crazy. It's bizarre, too. Yeah. Like, I don't think enough people talk about how weird this movie is. Like, everybody talks about, oh, Bola Syndrome's really disturbing. And it is because, like I said, it's got rape, it's got murder, it's got cannibalism, mutilation. It's got the whole shebang. It's got everything that like, ticks off that, like, you disturbing bubble. But it's also, yeah. like, funny and quirky and weird. But I would say it's not the it's not the uh, the belly laugh that you would probably get from, like... I don't know, in that sex scene, I was laughing pretty fucking hard. <laughs> I was like, what is this? I wasn't even focusing. Like, I, at first I was like, what's he talking about? When you were talking about the sex scene, then you brought it up and I was like, oh, yeah. Because I was just too focused about the meat. The meat? It was too gross. I was too focused on, like, what this position was. It's like, what is happening here? I don't, I don't even know. I don't know how to describe a lot of things about this movie. I don't either. It's so weird. One thing I will say is, 
Racism's real in this one. <laughs> it's, uh, My God. Hey, but it's an equal opportunity as racist. <laughs> Everyone's racist. Everyone's racist against everybody. <laughs> there, there's people throwing slurs to get through to everybody. Everybody. It don't matter your color, your race, your creed. <laughs> you're getting called something. <laughs> you're getting called something that's bad. Bad. Horrible. <laughs> it's crazy. And at one point, Wong's character, Kai, is like calling himself slurs? Yeah. I'm like, what is this? And like, what is this world? This isn't in our world. Again, another weird like because again that South African like melting pot thing. Where there's like yeah. this like girl who sounds like she's Australian. Yeah. And Wong's trying to pay her to have sex with him, <laughs> and that seems like kind of making me laugh because like he's just like I'm, I've got cum come out of my ears, <laughs> which immediately makes me think about happiness. happiness yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm like I'm like this too. Like this is one of the wildest movies ever made. It it's up there, man. It's insane. It's one of the craziest movies I've ever seen. Because like then you got like a tale of two stories here because yeah. like that's only in one part of the movie the other part of the movie is he gets fucking ebola and doesn't know he has it and is just spreading it and it's the worst and i don't know how realistic of a depiction of ebola it is because like you know <laughs> the people he gets it like hours later just start like seizing and dropping down i don't know if that's how ebola actually works i've never seen some of the ebola i haven't either i do know like you bleed you from do. your eyes and mouth yeah, and stuff which is, it's pretty gnarly it's yeah fulci it's kind of metal <laughs> it's a little bit I, I'm, I guarantee there's a metal song about a bowl. Oh, there. I guarantee there is. But, like, you know, it's like, then you got, like, this, like, this, like, contagion type film where you got yeah. this cop who's like, I've got to find the man who's spreading Ebola. Yeah. You know? And, like, you got this detective story. But then you got this, also this other weird subplot yeah. of the little girl he's trying to set on fire <laughs> who, like, knows when he's around because he sm- she smells him. Yeah. And it makes her sick. <laughs> well, which I can imagine. I can imagine. I can imagine. Well, they referenced it earlier on. Yeah. The constant, they're like, you stink. You smell yeah. bad. Oh, God. Again, at one point, he said, he says, I haven't washed my mouth out like three days or something so, like that. I'm like, all right. So gross. Not, not, uh, God. <laughs> another weird scene. I just got to bring it up. There's another weird scene in this movie where I'm like, what is happening? What is this movie? <laughs> Like this is supposed to like this is a movie that like the 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 clutch of the film the turning point of the film is is centered around a rape. Yeah. Don't forget this. <laughs> yeah. That that that's the crutch of the film. He rapes this woman and gets Ebola. Yeah. But they're pissing, and a cheetah attacks them. <laughs> yeah. And it's like three stooges. Oh my god. You might as well have Benny Hill music playing. <laughs> <laughs> Just cheetahs attacking them. It's crazy. It's such a batshit insane oh, Something movie. I will say, too, is um, this movie feels extremely 90s, too. It really does, yeah. Because, like, some of like, the slow motion type stuff yeah, reminds me of, like, that yeah. late 90s type stuff. Has, Herman Yao's films in particular, and I, I we've referenced them a few times, they do kind of feel like 90s Jackie Chan movies. They do, yeah. <laughs> like, like really With fucked up versions. violence. Yeah, really fucked up versions of Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I can imagine Jackie Chan being the cop that's trying to stop. <laughs> you know? Yeah. There'd be oh. a few more spin kicks and some glass breaking, but... <laughs> oh, I love the glass breaking in I know. Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> we might have to cover Jackie Chan one day. I was thinking about it. It's because I love Jackie Chan. Oh, my Talking God. Talking about Jackie Chan so much is making me like, Jeff Kiss. <laughs> also, I just want to go ahead and say... Anthony Wong's mustache in this movie just adds to the gross factor. You can just imagine he's the kind of guy that like gets milk in his mustache, and instead of just going to get it out, he's like, mm. nah, 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 like licks it out. <laughs> I bet he just lets it sit. Oh, he's just got that stank stash. <laughs> <laughs> he just smells it and enjoys it. Oh god, dude. Uh, 
Oh my god, dude. I just love how fast he talks, too. Yeah. Like, he's, like, paying the hookers at yeah. that one point. He's just like, you take your tits out. Now you come here. Uh, uh, he's more money. Frantic. He's just, just crazy. It's the, <laughs> it is literal, like, on-film insanity. It's, I kind of love it, though. Yeah. Like, I love this movie. In, in equal parts that I enjoy this movie quite a bit and I love this movie. I also hate it because how gross it makes me feel afterwards. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll say this. I don't know if it's the best of the three. I, I can't sit here and say that because I do think I like, I actually think I like Untold Story better. Yeah. I, I think I put Taxi Hunter on the same level. But I think it's the most entertaining of the three. Yeah. Like, Again, it it's it's the longest of the three, but it does not feel like it. That, this movie no. rushes by because it's just batshit from the and time There's it always something happening that's either wild Gross mm-hmm. or just violent, and like random things. Yeah, the, the movie's not very special effects driven. No, it's it's again, it's a movie that very much plays on the what you don't see kind of thing. But then you yeah. get these random moments where like you'll get like a POV shot from inside of Wong's mouth as he yeah. breathes on him. You're like, well, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, and like a super gory autopsy scene. Oh my god, that autopsy scene's crazy. It does look a like a real doll, <laughs> but. Yeah. Still pretty damn good, though. Yeah. But, like, the movie's not gory at all. No. Like, he cuts a girl's tongue off at one point. But you don't see it. You don't see it at all. You don't see it. And then, like I said, you get these weird special effects moments for no reason. And, God, the the scenes that had me the most on edge was him spreading it around. Oh, yeah. But, to me, the point of the movie that's most intense is when he doesn't know he has it. Yeah. That's the most intense. When he's just spreading, he doesn't know. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. He's just like drinking out of something, then someone like grabs the drink from him and drinks yeah. it. Like, oh, or he just sneezes God. on somebody. Just, oh shit! It just makes makes me feel ill. Mm-hmm. Is what it makes me feel like. But I do love when he has it too, <laughs> and he knows he has it. And he's running around, bola, 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 bola. <laughs> yeah, he's screaming a bola. Do you know what a bola is? Huh? <laughs> you spits on him and gives him a bola. I, there's a few things in the film I will, that I think knock it down a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. The subplot with the girl who was the kid that he murdered the family of goes Does, nowhere. Yeah. That, that, I, that's one of the things in the movie that drives me the most crazy. I'm like, that didn't go anywhere. She shows up and disappears so much in the film that it's like, it wasn't needed. And yeah. then like her like finale, like like the, her ending point of her story, yeah. you don't even know what happens. Yeah, she, she's just like, oh, did this happened. And they're like, oh, oh gone. Gone. You don't never hear for never hear from her again. again. You don't know the conclusion of her story at all. Her <laughs> boyfriend literally disappears. Yeah, I don't know where the hell he went. He's just gone. Halfway through the movie, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this. You should just cut her out of the film. Yeah, you could have. It was useless. It leads to one pretty good, intense scene where they're in the restaurant. Yeah. Outside of that, useless. And the yeah. whole like, 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 uh, what's it? Help me, Matt. The word I'm looking for. The uh, uh, um, error, 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 four hundred four. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, the whole like bit where she can like smell him. Yeah, <laughs> dumb. <laughs> yeah, because like at one point she's in a taxi. Yeah, and, and smell- she's like, oh, oh and I'm like, gagging. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, hey, how you you're passing by in a taxi? Uh, whatever. Yeah, that uh, didn't care for the subplot. Yeah. And I think the ending is rushed. 
Barry. Like when he knows he has it, and he's just like going ape shit. Yeah, that's like two minutes and it's over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's intense. Yeah, it's an intense two minutes, but yeah, but it, it could have been more. It could have been very much more. It's like the buildup is so good, and the payoff is just kind of like, ah, oh, it was good. Yeah, you know, it wasn't bad. No, not at all. It was good. It was a good ending. Overall, I think it is a really good movie. I do too. Uh, it's crazy. But I, I do think my favorite out of the three is definitely Untold. Untold? Yeah. yeah. I think mine, mine Very untold. close, though, for me, is actually Taxi Hunter. Taxi Hunter. I think it's really good. I put Taxi Hunter and Ebola on the same plane. Same plane. Yeah. Uh, all three are great, though. Yeah. <sighs> Fucking good. Yeah. It's good movies. Very good movies. Anthony Wong. Anthony Wong, Herman Yao. What a man. Honestly, we <laughs> need to. <laughs> what a man. What a, what a man. man. What a man. D- don't. What a mighty good man. <laughs> don't have that mustache ever again. That mustache was the worst. I do like the little ponytail. Yeah, the I, was, ponytail I was like, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, we need to look more into Herman Yao stuff. Yeah, dude. These three movies are great. Yeah. I don't know if he did Dr. Lambo. I know Anthony Wong is in it, but I don't know if yeah. he directed it. Uh, again, that's something we can look, at, look into yeah. later. Um, yeah, Herman Yao, man. It really makes me want to look more into a Category 3 movies. Yeah, um, you know... There's a lot of... It's weird, because like, there's a lot made of Category 3. Yeah. People talk about Cat 3 a lot. Cat 3, Cat 3, Cat 3. Mm. But what Cat 3 is, is just its rating system. Yeah. Cat 1, I guess, is like a G. Cat 2 is like a PG-13. And okay. Cat 3 is like their version of like the most... Like the highest. Like R to X. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's not quite or like... Or 17 not X. Yeah. It's not quite like the video nasties. Yeah. Where, like, there's a set group of movies that you can go through and get all of them. Yeah. But it does feel like the Cat 3 does have some pretty nasty Oh, stuff yeah, absolutely. Cat 3 has some pretty notorious films in yeah. it. Yeah. Which, which I will... Pork Chop. Yeah. You know. And D- Dr. Lamb. Dr. Lamb. Which the I Daughters get... of Darkness films. Yeah. There's plenty of Cat 3 stuff we could definitely dive into. Which I'm very interested in to getting yeah. into in the future. I just say that, like, people, like... People, I think some people get uh, misconstrued what Cat Three is. Yeah, yeah. They think it's like this, like releasing company, or it's like no, this no, production no. company, or it's like a a band films thing. Kind of like, yeah. A, it's not. It's just a rating system. Yeah, it's just not it all Cat Three films are going to be on the same level as a Bowl Syndrome or Untold Story. <laughs> no, so some of them are probably just going to be like some of them just hardcore action movies. Yeah, yeah. which again, I'm interested. I want to see them. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know where you'd be able to get some of these. Oh, with, with subtitles. That's the thing is, there's a lot of, a lot of lost films. Yeah, that's just crazy. There's like when it comes to Asian cinema and foreign cinema a lot in general. Yeah, there's a lot of untapped stuff yeah. that's never seen a lot of that. That's one thing I will love. I love about companies like Severn and Vinegar Syndrome. Yeah, that they're immediately they're, they're trying their hardest to get some of these films yeah. and bring them to life. Yeah. See, it's funny too because like you know Severn they dabble in the Euro. Yeah. Vinegar likes the cheese eighty stuff. Yeah. Then you got stuff like Unearthed that's kind of covering the crazy shit. Yeah, your crazy and disturbing, mm-hmm. gross films too. And then hopefully, like that, like I said, this error four 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 seems to be wanting to uh, play, delve into those markets, delve more yeah. into the Asian extreme stuff, which is yeah. you know since Tokyo Shock is no more, yeah, is desperately needed because there's still movies like Muzani that don't have a release. The fact that Muzani still hasn't got a release. It makes me sad. Yeah, or, sad. Or, or something like Girl Hell ninety nine, Eat the Skull yeah. Girl. Which again, about the only way you can get those are through like bootlegs or, or foreign, releases. yeah, or foreign releases. Which sometimes sometimes don't have. are sometimes are also gray market. Yep. You know, yep. if you get into the German releases, 
you get into some gray market stuff. There is legit companies like X Video that do really good work yeah. in Germany. But there's also a lot of gray market shit over there. <laughs> oh, absolutely. A lot of companies will just not get the rights to something and just slap a VHS transfer in a hard box and like, here you go. <laughs> it's weird. It is wild. Again, that's like the movie you got recently that we watched, which was probably a video topic. Uh, yeah, not video. A video a, topic. <laughs> a uh, audio topic. An audio topic. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> you mean an episode topic? Yes. Yes. <laughs> My brain is... He melting slowly he, as we're talking. He needs his craft singles. I need my craft singles. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll probably talk, talk about in the future uh, a gun for Jennifer. A gun for Jennifer. Yeah, we were, we were like, oh, let's watch it, and then we watch it. I'm like, this, I don't know how legit this release yeah. is. Yeah, it's a great release. Yeah, because that hard box is beautiful. It is. I love hard boxes. I know. Unfortunately, like that was such a big thing when I was like. You know, for people who don't know, I would say like what, like 2010, 2011 ish. Yeah. On YouTube, DVD collecting, movie collecting was so big, and then there was like this like subcult of uh, sick, twisted fucks is what they yeah. called themselves. That just like they were all about like disturbing movies and finding disturbing movies and like getting great editions of these movies, and like that was where like the hard boxes were like. That's when I first saw hard boxes. Then you had people right. like uh, Horace Ball who like collects hard boxes. And it seems like that market's kind of died. Like media books seem to be the the new the uh, new yeah. uh, format of choice for like the German releases instead of hard boxes. And I kind of hate that I missed the the, the hard that, box yeah. movement because they were they're they're cool. They're really they cool. are really cool. I got Street Trash and the Gun for Jennifer. They very much remind me of like the old VHS like boxes. Yeah. See, I wish I had not, my, not the slide out ones, but yeah, the uh, the clamshells. Yeah. I wish I had the job I had now back then because, like, I would have got the Massacre Video hard boxes yeah. of, like, 555 and oh Rosco and Junk Films. Like, their first releases all had hard boxes. Yeah. I'd love to have had Black Devil Doll for Mail in a hard box. <laughs> that been awesome. It's one of the <laughs> Or Tales from the Cod Dead Zone. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about those movies recently. <laughs> I love that movie. It's wild. It's so bad. I, I still, to this day, to this day Getting mad about the sandwiches. You could have just thank divided God them. for the food we have to eat. <laughs> Though there's only food for four, and there's six of us. You could have divided the sandwiches. <laughs> Go back and listen to that episode. That's a classic. Oh my god, that's a fucking classic right there. Oh, uh, it's mass- massacre uh, video. One of them. Yeah, we did. I think we did Evil in the Woods, <laughs> Black oh. Devil Doll for Mail, and Tales from Quad. Hell week for me. <laughs> Hell week for you. I loved every second of it, but you hated every bit of I it. I did not like Evil in the Woods. No, you kind of liked Black Devil Doll. Yeah, I thought it was fun. And Tales from the Quad Dead Zone. <laughs> I don't think you cared for it too much. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, but is it good? No. I think I mean, that was the episode two where you got real pissed because I had rated something like some like regarded movie as high. As Black Devil Doll from Hell. Oh my, I don't remember what it was. Look, you gave it a three. <laughs> what was wrong with you? Oh my god. Sometimes your letterbox is on some buck shit. It really is, dude. Because, like, sometimes, like, you'll rate, like, a classic movie, like, something, like, pretty low. <laughs> and then something like Wicked World. <laughs> <laughs> like, four and four and a half. I'm like, what? That's what's funny. It's like I give I gave Wicked World a three. You yeah, know what Wicked World is. It's about the same guys who did Things. Yeah, with the, I, thought, a, I, I like Things. I like Things too. Wicked yeah. World was not as good as Things, but no. I still liked it. I still had fun with it. And like I go on Letterbox, and people were giving it like a half star. I gave it a three. 
<laughs> and I'm like, well, I guess it's like maybe uh, I should recess my <laughs> thought on we're watching film. Movie, we're watching this movie from uh, Shudder. I forget what it's called. It was like Monster of Indian in Indian Flats, something like that. Indiana Flats. Oh, that's from Agfa. Agfa, yeah. We were watching it. I was. I think I was the only person in the entire room who actually liked it. I love Agfa to death. Like, yeah, almost everything Agfa's put out, I have enjoyed. Which we'll probably get to. Oh, yeah, we're going to do Agfa one day. I did not care for that movie one bit. I liked it. I personally. thought it was so boring. <laughs> like, I thought it was fun. That carpet monster show up and I'm like, thank God he's here. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the ending's insane, but well, well that's for another. That's day. for another episode. Yeah, but we, yeah. we need to. Yeah. Well, we're back. We are back. Guess who's back? Back again. Sick on Cinema's back. back. <laughs> tell a friend. <laughs> yeah, tell a friend. Spread the word. You <laughs> tell. Uh, yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, Sick on Cinema is returned. Hopefully, this was worth the wait. Yeah. Hopefully, you're listening to this and be like, ah, "This is what I wanted right here." Hopefully, you're not listening to this and being like, Fuck. "Oh yeah, this did suck." <laughs> yeah, this one I forgot this did suck. I mean, I took the movies out, but and like, <laughs> and you know, I know we, you know I've gotten emails from people uh, while we were on hiatus. Yeah. Uh, being like, "Oh, I love the podcast. You know, you've introduced me to so many cool movies. Yeah, and that, that's awesome to read." Uh, really I don't is. want people to worry that we're going to like start covering mainstream stuff. No, like we're never going to tackle like the Halloween franchise no. or Friday. The 30th. We're still deep balls deep, dick deep. <laughs> Again, that's like there's a popular trend right now that you hate oh, the my. iceberg. Matt, I wish I never found the disturbing movie Iceberg. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> yeah, dude, oh my god, the movies. Fuck off! <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're just movies. And again, the farther you go down the iceberg, the, wor- the worse it gets. Yeah. The shit that don't even exist, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the bottom one, the bottom, bottom tier may not even exist. It's Dafu Love. <laughs> oh, God. Was, was that on there? Yeah. Oh, my God. Why was that on there? I don't know. It's not a movie. No. It's... Never mind. Yeah. But anyways, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I derailed you. We're, we're going to go... We're, we're on the iceberg below the, the water. Oh, yeah. Where we're going to be talking about the movies that are... Either just weird, twisted, fucked up, obs- mm-hmm. just obscure. Like, at the end of the day, forgotten. our goal in this in this podcast is still to talk about the most disturbing movies ever made. Absolutely, that's our bread and butter. But we yep. definitely want to branch out. Like, we've always branched out into like the weird and wacky. Oh yeah, we just want to extend that arm just a little bit more. Yeah, just, like just, shit, we might talk about some weird kids movies. Yeah, we might talk about Peanut Butter Solution at one point. You know? Yeah, I think it'd be fun. Absolutely. Um, but we still want to talk about movies people don't, don't you know that don't get talked about a lot. Yeah, talk, talk about um, talk about a variety of different things. Expanding, yeah. expanding the uh, the menu. Exactly. Like if, like I said, we're going to talk about David Cronenberg, but we're not going to talk about Scanners. No, you know we're not going to talk about the Brood, even though we could because the Brood's fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> check them out if you haven't. But we're going to talk about stuff like Dead Ringers and Crash. Yeah, which there was a crazy release of Crash. There's a great release of yeah. Crash. Naked Lunch. Yeah, you know, we're not. We're, we'll, we'll talk John Carpenter, but we're not going to talk Halloween and. We're going to talk about Prince of Darkness. We're going to talk about Prince of Darkness. We're going to talk about In the Mouth of Madness. Body Bags. Yeah. You know, we're, we're still going to... we're Even the guys that we love, yeah, the masters of horror, mm-hmm. we're still going to deep dive on them. Oh, yeah. Like, we're going to fucking talk about um, Night Terrors yeah. by Toby Hooper. We're not talking about that movie, oh. I don't know why I picked that one. That movie's yeah. shit. <laughs> Eating Alive. Yeah, Eating Alive. That's yeah. a much better Toby Hooper movie. Than I, if you have not seen Eating Alive, watch it. <laughs> I'm not going to say a word. Watch it. But it's, it's funny crazy. that, like, you know, we feel the need to justify that because I feel like, like, here we are talking about 
the untold story. Yeah. You know, like, that's a pretty well-known, disturbing movie. I, I do get what you're saying, though, because I, I know, like, of course I'm not saying, you know, the whole fan base as a whole, but sometimes when you branch out of that, some people are like, Ugh, yeah, we just here. don't want, and I, I feel the same way. Like when a podcast yeah. I like, all of a sudden's like, well, this is getting away from why I liked them. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want that to ever be the thing. We're going to, we're sticking with what we know, what we like. You know, we're not going to be like, there's so many podcasts that, that review movies like the Friday 13th franchise that are going to be better at it than us. Absolutely. Our bread and butter is weird and obscure and never heard of before. And, and again, if you want to listen to stuff like that, of course, like, um, 22 Shots of Movies Horror, they deep dive so many oh, franchises yeah. and they're, already. They're fantastic at it. And of course, doing some movies in our territory as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. They need to back the fucking <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. no. <laughs> but, um, yeah. having said that, what is the next episode, man? What are we talking about in two weeks' time? Speaking of, like, staying in the realm of disturbing, but also pretty well-known disturbing. Mm-hmm. We're going to be covering Jorg Bugerite. Bugerite. Did I say that right? I have no clue. We're gonna okay. Have, we're we're going to have to have that research by the time we do this next episode. I, I'm sure some people may reach out and be like, I've heard you Jor- fucked that up. I've heard Jorg Bugerite. Yeah. I've heard Bugerite. I've heard Bugerite. <laughs> I just went with Bugerite. <laughs> that. Does not seem right. No, I said bugger, <laughs> bugger it, bugger it. Sounds that sounds like, like something you say when you stub your toe. Ow, bugger it, <laughs> bugger it. <laughs> or oh. when you're really pissed at like uh, something you can't fix, <laughs> like you're trying to get your computer working or something like that. Bugger it. <laughs> yeah, just word like just random things pop into your brain and you're just like, I don't have a word to say about this right now. Bugger it. <laughs> but yeah, but your Bugarit. We're gonna go. This is a four movie episode. Yes, because you know he's only done. Four. He's done four movies. He has a segment in an anthology and yeah. a documentary about Godzilla. And a couple short films. I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> That's he's interesting. A big, he's a huge Godzilla fan. Oh, that is awesome. That is awesome. Um, so we're going to tackle his four main features. Yes. Which is Necromantic. Yep. Necromantic 2. Shrom. And Dare Toad King. Yes. The Death King. Very, very interesting stuff yes. indeed. I've seen all four of these, but it's been a while. I actually watched Necromantic not too long ago, yes. but I'm going to rewatch it, of course, for the show. Yes, yes. Maybe have a different opinion going on. Yes. And we want to yes. do other th- cool things, too, you know, before we wrap this up. We've interviewed people in the past. We've had our good friend Jason. Yeah, of course. We want to have on again. Absolutely. Uh, we've interviewed Fred Vogel. Yeah, that was crazy. We've interviewed Stephen Byrow. Yep. You know, both insane. We want to do that At- some more. Adam Albrecht. We did. Yeah. It was a written interview, but yes, Adam yeah. Albrecht. Which you can still read the interview at, uh, I believe, sickoncinema.blogspot.com. Yes. Um, but we want to do some more. We want to reach out to more people, do more interviews. And uh, I'll go ahead and extend, extend the olive branch to indie filmmakers out there, mm-hmm. to uh, people in the underground. Yes. If you w- would want to talk to us, go. I mean, for, be, feel free to, met, to email us. Yes. Yeah, email us. Let us know. Let us see your stuff. If we like it, we'll talk to you. Of course. Um. Yeah, also on that too. Like, recommend us shit. We don't oh, yeah, know. We don't know everything. Like, I watched a great movie recently that we will one day cover on this podcast. Oh yeah, Portraits of Andrea Palmer. Yep. Thanks to an email we got. Yeah. So you know, recommend us stuff. We don't know everything. Yeah, of course. Um, we don't have the all-knowing knowledge of the of this this like a subgenre. Yeah. Of, of course. So yeah, you know, I feel like stuff. I know a lot, but I don't know everything. Of course. And I got holes in my brain. <laughs> so <laughs> I swear to God <laughs> damn holes in your brain I got holes in my brain So like you know Recommend us shit Yeah of course Is there anything else We need to say Before we wrap this bad boy up 
I don't think so, except for shout-outs at the end. Shout it out. We want to shout out, of course, Jason. Jason. Rain Architect. He's not really doing anything right now musically. Yeah. But still go check his shit out because our theme song slaps like hell. It does. Uh, Orbigs, you know, Dead Pit's back. Let's shout them out. Yeah. They're doing cool shit. Dead Pit's the reason I'm here today doing anything really yeah, abs- absolutely again dead pit gave you your gateway and you gave me my gateway exactly so, yeah so yeah big shouts out but if you want to send us any questions comments or concerns you can do that at sick on dot gmail wait sick on cinema at gmail.com yeah follow us on instagram sick on cinema sick on yeah. of, co- of course uh, i'm sorry no no go ahead um Again, if you don't feel like sending an email, of course, just go ahead and send us a uh, a message on Instagram. On Instagram is fine, too. And like I said, every week I will post a picture. Or not every week. Every time we do an episode, yeah. I'll post a picture. You can ask us a question down there. No problem. Well, yeah. that's a perfect way to do it. Uh, Facebook.com backslash sick on cinema. Yep. And I think that's it for the first episode back. Yeah. You can call this a bit of a season two, I guess. Yeah, 2.0. 2.0, yeah. Yeah, the reboot. We're back. The remix. <laughs> See on cinema the reboot. But you've been listening to the podcast dedicated to the dark side of film. I am John. I am Matt. And this is Sick on Cinema. 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 Go watch Man Bot's Dog. Good. Man Bot's Dog. Yes, I know. Yeah, it's good. <laughs>